Welcome to It All Boils Down to This, the podcast where father and son take the kitchen table arguments and heated discussions from their home directly to yours. Jim and Jack Boyle will explore the world as only they can. We might even let a few guests join the fun. So sit back, choose a side, watch the water temperature rise, and enjoy stimulating generational conversation about sports and life. Jerome, what does it mean to you? Well, I thank the Lord. Well, I thank Coach Harbaugh. Fucking love you, man. Love the shit out of you, man. This is for you. For this university, the president, our AD. We got the best players, best university, best alumni in the country. Love you guys. These fucking guys right here. These guys right here, man. These guys did it. These guys did it, man. Talk to him, man. Love you. Thank you, Coach. The perseverance, you know, and then the just the stalwartness of these guys. I mean, yeah, Watson, I would have to say, I mean, everybody. It's got to be America's team. It's got to be America's team. America, America loves a team that, that uh, you know, beats the odds, beats the adversity, you know, overcomes what the naysayers and, you know, critics, so-called experts think. Um, that's my favorite kind of team. And yeah, watching it from from that view on the television, I, it was finally people get to see what I see every day, you know, and these players and these coaches. All right, that is Jim Harbaugh uh, today talking about how Michigan is now America's team and has to be America's team. Also, is the coach I forget the coach's name who coached them. Um, he was the one crying after the game in the post game interview. But like, did was there like a plane crash at Michigan? Did someone get like? Cancer or something, or they were no. stealing signs. No, they didn't. Yeah, they were cheating. And you know what? I was going to open with this. It's perfect. Yeah, the right, right audio. Uh, just welcome to it. All boils down to this. this is uh, season one, episode fourteen. Uh, it's just going to be Jack and I today discussing all this fun stuff. And Jack leads with exactly the right stuff today because I just am so I so despise Jim Harbaugh, and I now so despise anything to do with Michigan uh, that 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 even though Penn State really stunk. That's just over the top. You're right, Jack. Completely over the top. I don't know what to say. I, you know, it, you cheat it, you get caught, and now you're a crybaby. Now they're the martyrs. So I don't understand what they got going. They're literally acting persecuted. It's one. It's honestly, it's been the craziest situation ever. What, like, you guys were stealing? So I don't think it's that bad of a crime and everything. But the way they've reacted, I've, I've been a Michigan guy. For a while, I've always supported Michigan. I've rooted for Michigan. I remember watching a game at um, at uh, my cousin Rob's house, his old old his two houses ago. It was Penn State versus Ohio, not Penn State. It was Ohio State versus Michigan. Really rooting for Michigan hard when 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 Ohio State used to beat them all the time. But it's like you you were stealing signs, and he's talking. We're now America's team. We're we've gone through all this adversity. You were stealing signs. Like I just I can't understand this. Like it's not only that. It's not that he. Harbaugh has been caught like three or four times, and, and it's just amazing to me that this is the way they're playing it. They played; a, they have a really good defensive team with Penn State uh, against Penn State. They ran the ball like a hundred thousand times. Uh, the quarterback is definitely not a Heisman Trophy winner. It's just, it's just, it, and then Penn State was another story for another day. But the whining, the complaining, the martyring. They're Michigan, for Christ's sakes. They are Michigan, the University of Michigan. They get 112,000 fans sitting in their stadium every single time they play at home. They probably can get any recruit in the state of Michigan, state of Ohio, that they really want. And this guy has the audacity, especially the, the assistant coach. It's right. It's like, did somebody die? Did somebody get, was there a mass shooting on the campus? You know, nothing like that. Just that Jim Harbaugh decided to bend the rules as much as he could, and he went too far. I think, I agree with the Big Ten. You know, you don't want to you don't want to penalize the players. The only way to do it is to penalize the coach. You and I can have the discussion sometime later. But, you know, it's I'm done. I'm done. I have to put them when we do our top four this week. I got to put them in the top four because they did beat a good Penn State team. But I'm done. I'm a, done with a them. Good Penn State team. I don't, I don't know. Huh? They got a good defense. The quarterback is awful. He he's the worst quarter. He's terrible. He's like they're, they're, he's a five star recruit. He's te- how how are you that bad? Like he has no talent. It feels like he can't throw. He can't hit a guy running a slant like 15 yards. You're a five-star recruit. How, how are you a five-star recruit? I would I would imagine you have to make those throws to get that rating. He was making them. At, I, I have no idea how he's that bad, honestly. It's, it's real simple. He's got an offensive coordinator who's terrible who they fired, and that's what happened. 
the Penn State fired their offensive coordinator. Oh, did they? Yeah. yeah. And the irony of the offensive coordinator is he actually was, I forget how his, how his lineage happens, but he was at Shippensburg State University and he was running this innovative offensive type thing, and he got he got moved into the college level. So well, I don't care about the offensive corner. I'm talking about the actual. It looks like this quarterback has no talent. He was ranked. I looked at a mock draft like two months ago because he's he's coming out in two years. It's like the first pick in the draft. What well, I have no idea. He is terrible. He's all, he's awful. Speculation that does those draft two years down the road. No, I know, but I yeah. but I'm just saying. You just never get know what's going to happen. You're not understanding me. To ha- to, I am to have someone speculate that you're going to be the number one pick, you have to have some talent. He has. I don't know. At what point was he good in his life? Like, was he good? He must have been great in high school, but I, I don't understand how he can't throw the ball. He, who's he remind you of Penn State? Sackerberg. No, but he's big like him. Yeah, I guess. No, I mean, the thing is, he's overrated. got the NFL build. That's the thing. When you're six foot five and you're big like that, like, it's, but he can't throw the ball. Can't throw the ball. And I, but back to Michigan and Jim, they did. They 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 did. I get the going back. They kind of got screwed a little bit. Like this this ruling. Kind of came out quick. They suspended him on Friday, so it was like they dropped the news on Friday. All that. The, so I do think they—that's where they're kind of coming from—is we got screwed like that. But still, you—you you brought it upon yourselves. They brought it upon themselves. They're not—they're not persecuted. If they didn't I, I steal agree. signs, I they would be—they totally would not agree. be in this situation. Totally agree. And then again, the, fo- the college football coach is the CEO. He is the—he runs the show. Your offensive defensive coordinator should know what they're doing because that's the way big time college football works. You got a hundred thousand coaches on the bench. You got thousands of players to choose from. You got fans, everything. Um, Harbaugh stepped over like a punish for it. I don't mind. I think the punishment fits the crime. Uh, three games gets them away from Penn State and Ohio State. They'll they'll try to appeal it and get a stay of the um, of the of the uh, punishment till maybe next year till they play crappy teams first three games. But didn't he sit out the first three games last year too? This year he sat oh, out the first year, three games right. this year. So the, the, their free Harbaugh thing—you've already used it up. They used it up earlier in the year for something stupid. They they acted. They did the same thing. They took the penalty like the first play of the season. They did that formation yeah. like lineup for Jim Harbaugh. Can I have your computer by the way? Because I got all the scores and stuff on it. Okay, hold on. What, what do you got next? What do you got? We we can't keep well, talking about Michigan. Not we, Michigan. We, we can go through. You know what? Instead, I'll get Kevin's call up. We'll go through. Uh, next thing I just want to bring up is college football coaching. We've had two people get fired who both. Who both coached in the same game? Uh, the uh, Mississippi State coach got fired, and Jimbo Fisher got fired for being uh, what's the word that they used? Uh, terrible, terrible, not terrible. They were they were going nowhere. They were mediocre or whatever. He 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 won like forty more games than he lost. He, he just beat Mich- Mississippi State by like a hundred points, and he got fired. And they're going to eat like seventy six million dollars. And college football's out of control. I don't care what anybody says. Out of control. Not not fair. Out of control. What do you think? What does that mean? Out of control. The fire. Who spent seventy-five million dollars to coach's money? I don't, I don't even think that Carolina ate that much from it's Matt. Texas A and M. Well, that's true too. It is I don't, that's what. It, what's how's that broke? That's been going on forever. No, not at, not at the big numbers. Yeah, but I know the money's just bigger. But I'm saying that sort of things. Why is it broken now? Is I don't think that is any. I said it's out of control. Eh, whatever. I think it's completely out of control. You know, it's it's you know what? <laughs> it's it's hard. It's this way. It's going to be. It's a professional sport. We got to learn and love it like that, and I know we're going to go over some scores right now with what, and then we'll do Kevin. But and just in honor of Kevin, I'm wearing my Xavier University uh, shirt just for Kevin tonight. I'll, I'll Pander, go, I'll go, panderer. I got a panderer because you're making fun of me on, on his calls when I'm not here. All right, I'm I'm just going to start playing Kevin's call now. It's like nine minutes long, so we get a lot to get through here. Okay, right, go. The boys are back in town, or should I just say the men? Welcome back, Jimbo. Looking forward to hearing about everything uh, that went on in Arizona. Um, but just want to shout out Jack for doing an excellent job going an hour 20 last week. Enjoyed every second of the podcast. Um, but also want to congratulate Justin Trevisani and the Harvard Crimson for winning the Ivy League championship. I know Chris was there with about 12 of his UMass buddies supporting one of their friends from UMass who's on the staff as well. Um, so shout out to Justin. Shout out to everybody that's working hard um, on the field and off the field at Harvard. Uh, next up, Jack wants me to cover Mac Jones. There's nobody I hate more than Mac Jones. He is despicable. Um, everything about him I hate. And when I saw this interception, um, that last interception, uh, it, I, it just blew my mind. And all I could think was this. That's disgusting. That's right, Jersey Jerry. Uh, just absolutely disgusting for Mac Jones. 
And this dude was in the post-game press conference, like, almost crying. Kevin's and I couldn't believe it. Well, no, I could. Because he is, that, that's just him. That's his personality. He cries. He whines. And then he has people like Dan Orlovsky go on Twitter and ESPN and back him up. And, and I, I swear to God, he pays Don't Dan Orlovsky, Twitter, like, six figures to back him up on everything. And this dude can't even set his feet right when he throws. He, he is horrible. Can't wait to get rid of him. Oh, my God. Oh. Horrible, horrible. Um, we'll talk about Mac later when we get to the NFL and talk about the Patriots. But just he—he he, he didn't mention this. He said the next quarterback for the Patriots has to pass the loser test before we we draft him. Like like his. What is the loser test to Kevin? Well, he says Mac Jones a looks like a loser. He hates his face. Uh, B, he hates him crying. He cried like on the field that one time, and I forget. There was it was funny. They got to pass the loser test. Caleb Williams does not pass the loser test. Kevin says. I said the other thing is he's got a Kevin's the new, the new quarterback whisperer. I got to set my feet and all that other stuff. Kevin played quarterback in uh, maybe flag football at gym class. Yeah, no, Kevin never played quarterback. No, he never did. Yeah, but he get, what are you, I'm just kidding. He's I'm getting, just kidding. Those are Dan Orlovsky talking points. I'll, um, give, I'll give up. Okay, so all right, now he's going to probably go to college real football, stuff. Yeah. Okay, go. Anyway, getting on to the gambling, um, just another like week, another Kevin. great performance for me. Whole thing um, that, that's the summary of it. 11-9, and nine, um, and then Utah as my lock winning, um, which was a nail-biter, basically uh, you know, a blocked field goal to, to you know, get my cover. So that was big. Um, and, yeah, another week over 500. And all my big bets hits, besides Ole Miss. So Ole Miss, that was bad. That was a blowout. But Michigan won, Bama won. Missouri won, Utah won, LSU won. So out of the six bets I had, I think that's six. Yeah, out of the six big bets, five of them won. So on to the games, just to do a recap of that. Um, so Michigan emasculated Drew Aller, who's basically actually the Mac Jones of college football, by the way. <laughs> that, that is, that is my Drew too. Aller uh, pro comp is Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Um, you know, other things to but touch on in that. that. Going back to my point about, about the talent, Mac Jones was like, I know he had – Great receivers in Waddle and um, and Devonta Smith on the Eagles there at Alabama, but he won a national championship throwing balls all over the field. This Drew Aller kid stinks. He stinks. I, yes, I can't he does. figure it out. I can't. Game. I agree with you. Um, it's embarrassing that JJ McCarthy was in the Heisman race. I mean, to run the, the run the ball like twenty six straight times or something like that, like not throw a single pass in the whole second half. I mean, that's crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, it's funny, like the Michigan interim coach crying, you know, after the game. Like, that's that's the, one of the more memeable moments ever. Um, you know, I think Jack wants me to talk about picking a side on this. I think I just want Michigan to run the table and to get in the playoff for the drama of it. Um, I hate Ohio State. I hate Ryan Day. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, I, I want Michigan um, to lose to Ohio State because, I, you know, I, I do not want Ohio State having any sort of success. Um so, yeah, that's kind of my uh, my take on them. And on to the other games. Uh, Bama beat Kentucky in literally 10 minutes. The, the game was over. I, I, I blinked, and it was 21-0 in, in the first quarter. Uh, you know, just super impressive from Bama. Milrose getting better and better, throwing the ball better, too. Um, so, you know, the SEC championship game is already locked in between them and Georgia. That's going to be a heavyweight fight. Um, going to be awesome. Just going to be awesome. Uh, other games... That SEC championship game is the national title game. I that's think. what you keep telling me. I don't like, think I that's absolutely whoever, true. Whoever wins that game I, is going to win the title. I'm telling you. You, you don't like the Big Ten SEC I don't, uh, Michigan didn't impress me at all. They can't. I don't know if the court. You don't like that. No. So you think Alabama? You 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 jumped off the Bama Michigan. The thing with Michigan, they're the same. I feel like they're the same team as last year. Like they're just they're not. It's the same thing. But they have the they have the martyr. They have the they have all that going. Yeah, okay, they're going right? to lose to Ohio all State. All that going for them, right? I told I think you, Penn State. To nah, Penn State could have beat them. It's but at Penn Michigan. State yeah. So probably Ohio not. State. Ryan Day's biggest biggest drawback for Ryan Day is he can't beat Michigan. Yeah, crime. Beat Ryan, else. Yeah. Third base. Um, all, all all the names there. So he had Alabama, Arizona. Kentucky. Okay. Oh, here goes Arizona. Can't oh, wait. Oh, oh yeah. The, I paused. I want the Alabama. So they kill Kentucky. He. I don't know if he, he said he bet on Alabama. He, I swear he had a call either last week or two weeks ago. He's going to just keep betting Kentucky for the rest of the year because he loves the quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he loves he Kentucky because he, 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 he used to live right near Kentucky at Xavier University. Okay, go. Who's I next? lost. Uh, 
lost one well, i didn't mean lost didn't cover and that was jack's lock so i just want to point that out if jack doesn't talk about that so his lock did not yeah, win. i forgot to do it um, it was arizona missouri they won they beat uh colorado but they didn't cover they won on the last second field goal yeah, I I, I i'm shocked. gonna go look I, for a lock right now i was shocked by that jack because i thought i can't believe they were favored by like eight points on the road against colorado in colorado at my high yeah, what do you mean? Colorado's been horrible. Colorado was due. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Arizona's have, been rolling. I have Colorado on my list here. Talk about Dion and his stuff. I think you have some some footage from him, right? Maybe no. No, I get not, okay. no Dion stuff. But I, uh, Dion, let's go back real quick. Arizona's playing really well. They're they're probably one of the surprise teams. Pac twelve seven and three uh, bowl game. I saw them play. Played really well. I'm glad they beat Dion. Dion's struggling because he just you know you can only shoot your mouth off so much. And I, I agree with him that that it's great that he's is bringing publicity to his program. But eventually, the better teams are going to beat Colorado until he recruits better. He can't just go to the portal. He's going to Texas A&M. Yeah, no way. I will bet you. Get him to the SEC. My lock of the week. My lock of the week. Dion not going to Texas A&M. Go. It'll be longer than a week till we find that out. Absolutely killed uh, Tennessee. Um, I I picked Missouri to win, but I didn't think they'd beat them by like thirty. I mean that was crazy. Just goes to show like how great Missouri is. Very underrated team this year. Played Georgia uh, pretty tight last week too. So shout out Mizzou. The funny part um, is nobody cares. And yeah, about I'll Missouri. touch upon Washington, Utah. You know, I think Washington was down by four or five at halftime, and then they basically didn't give up any points to Utah in the second half, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so their defense showed up and that's kind of my biggest question mark with Washington is their defense and they showed up and you know Penix was balling he was throwing like you know 30 40 50 yard passes down the field you know just some of those Heisman plays you expect out of him Um, so yeah overall great win for Washington and you know they have another big game this week but you know, we'll see what happens. Like, I don't, I don't think Penix has played himself out of the Heisman yet um, okay. whatsoever. So it's going to be either him or Nick's probably, uh, which is which is crazy. Um, I just want to pick up on his great Utah lock. Uh, it's a great lock, except for that stupid def- uh, linebacker dropping the ball at the one-yard line. He doesn't win the bet. Yeah, he got lucky there. He won't Very lucky. That. That's the thing I don't understand about my friend Kevin. Come on, give me a break. But, again, a win is lucky win. as heck. That is, a, that is beyond luck. That's like... Um, Haley running back for the Cowboys and BB Tom, Don BB knocking the ball out of his hands right at the goal line to make the score instead of like forty eight to seven, make it forty two to seven. But uh, I, I, you know, Kevin, I'm giving you, God bless you, doing really well on this. But don't go playing on that lock because that kid dropped the football. Kid, don't drop the football, you lose. All right, my no, wait, I'll, we'll finish this call. Okay. Other game, FSU against Miami. FSU, um, I'm baby. over FSU. I really hope they don't make the playoff. I don't think they're as good as any of the other top four or five teams. And I'll go over my power rankings in just a second. Um, I touched upon Georgia demolishing Ole Miss. I mean, Jay Trev made a great point of saying Ole Miss is kind of like the Penn State of the SEC. And um, I just want to, you know, shut him up for that because I thought that that was a good call, even though I do like Ole Miss a lot. But I, I tend to agree with him there. Um and quickly, before I go to my power rankings, I just have to give Jaden Daniels his flowers. Uh, first FS, FBS player ever to have over 350 passing yards and like 200 rushing yards in a game, I think. Yeah, it was just it was like playing like a video game. He was incredible. And the real disgrace of it is that LSU like gave up 35 points to Florida or something like that. It was just like, it shouldn't have been a game. It was, you know, under the lights in Death Valley. Like, if your quarterback's putting up those numbers, you should be winning by 50, Um, not squeaking out a win. Um, Well, not squeaking out, but like, you know, it was like a 10-point win or something like that. So, Kevin, come on, Kevin. yeah, and then I, I looked huh. at, I looked at like, Would you previous relax, Heisman winners. Or ESPN like, showed a graphic of it, and they said three loss Heisman winners have been Tebow, RG3, and Lamar. And, like, Jaden Daniels, I don't think, is clear ahead of, like, Penix or Bo Nix um, to really put him in that conversation. So, you know, even though Daniels is awesome, I, I don't I don't think he's a, he's a Heisman guy when you have Penix and Bo Nix there, so... Uh, I, I think that Daniels should win the Heisman. I know they have the losses, but look at who they lost to. They lost to what? Alabama might make the playoff. They lost to Florida State. Might make the playoff. I forget who else did it. Who else they lose to? I don't know who else they lost to. But like, they, uh, they lost to Florida State. I said them. Oh, you did. I yeah. missed. Um. So yeah, they um they yeah. You just really threw me off. Um. I'm gonna go Heisman. Uh. He he's I I have him ahead of Penix. But you know who my sleeper now for the Heisman is. Your favorite player I of think all Ma- time. Uh, Harrison, Harrison. Harrison. I think yeah. Harrison should win. Well, that How depends Harrison, on the game. It doesn't the matter. How can Harrison the not win? No, if he, he's, don't, if he scores two touchdowns against Michigan and they beat Michigan, he's going to win. 
I think he should win. I, I don't care what he is in no, Michigan. You got to be no. Yeah, oh, but who is, who is receiver to win? Time? It has to be flawless. It have to. It has to be perfect. Yeah, but I still why like Bo Nix too. Yeah, I got. I think uh, Panics. I watched a little bit of that game. He was okay. Uh, Daniels is. I think Daniels is ahead of Nix and Panics, and it's just between Daniels and uh, and Harrison. But that's my opinion. And I know that uh, three lost guy hasn't since Tebow, but it's relevant. It's the best college football player. It doesn't mean that you have to go undefeated. Yeah, that's why I think the more I think about it, I think Daniels probably should win. He's made the most plays. There's some I saw most plays most plays over twenty yards this year. He has like seventy five, and I think Penix is second with like fifty. So he's just he's been like Kevin says he's been making Heisman plays. Correct. Mm. Yeah, and then on to power rankings here. Um, I'm just going to give my personal power rankings. I kind of predicted how everything would play out last week, and that I believe is still exactly how I think. Um, so I'm just going to go personal power rankings here. Georgia 1, Oregon 2, Bama 3, Ohio State 4, Michigan 5, Washington 6, FSU 7, Texas 8. Um, Jack's going to love that I'm putting Bama at 3. Yeah. Um, Everybody knows I had my infamous Bama blows uh, voice message around halftime of the Bama Tennessee game. And, you know, ever since then, their offense has really, uh, you know, clicked. Uh, former Notre Dame guy Tommy Reese is, is pulling the strings on offense uh, behind the scenes. And Bill Rowe is, is just passing the ball better. Um, and they're playing really well. And I think, you know, I, they have to be a top three, four team in the country. Like, if they played Ohio State or Michigan, I think they beat them. So that's why I have them there. I do too. Um, yeah. I don't. I still think Washington, Washington needs to have a better defense. That's why I have them ranked below Ohio State and Michigan. I have Ohio State ahead of Michigan um, at four just because they have a better resume to date. Um, and I continue to put FSU very low because I just frankly don't respect FSU. Um, sorry, Jack. I can tell so, he doesn't respect con- it. You got your hat well, on. Yeah, I'm not. Contra- I, I also have been saying all year that this Florida State team is not that good. Florida State team is going to the na- going to the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to get killed by does, Georgia. No, it doesn't matter. They're I know. Go. I, yeah, obviously. But first of all, first of all, you can't have. This did, isn't. Did he have? Did he have Oregon number two? Uh he might have. Yeah, Oregon number two, Alabama three. Holy yeah. grud. Yeah, Ohio and then State what? four, Michigan five, Washington six, Texas. Um, Florida State 7, Texas 8. So he's got Alabama who lost to Texas. I know we've had the discussion. Dude, he's I- got Alabama. Let me say my point. He's got Alabama who lost to Texas. Five spots ahead of Texas. They both have one loss. Yeah, no, I would. So look at their resumes. They have better. It, Alabama's resume is better. It's the, what is that? The first game of the season, too? So, like, yeah. I, so you, the first game if, doesn't if, count. If Alabama played Texas on a neutral field, they would be like eight point favorites. I'm not kidding. They would. Where they Maybe play, they played them on a neutral that. field at the yeah, beginning. But it's, it's now it's, it's why is different? different? Because it's the first week of the season. Football teams change, especially college football teams. Okay, so why is it get worse? Texas could have changed. Okay, no, so again, I, I, I think he's way off base. A, a, I got two points for him, and, and as a, I'll give you mine. I got Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Florida State, then Washington, Oregon, Alabama, Texas, Louisville, Penn State. Ten. That's to get to twelve. I think that's twelve. Probably ten. I I just think Oregon. I think. Oregon and Washington will wash each other out. If Oregon beats Washington, they'll both be out. Um, Oregon may be in. If Georgia beats Alabama, if Alabama beats Georgia, they're both one on one, they both make it. If, if Georgia beats Alabama, Alabama's out. Ohio State, Michigan, the winner, that's going. The loser, that's not going. So that leaves Georgia and FSU is going to be in. So Washington, Oregon, uh, Alabama, Georgia, loser. Um, and Michigan, Ohio State, loser. So, and it, I, I don't see Oregon going, but. You know, I, I don't know. I, I was, I'm sticking with I stick with Georgia being the best team in the in the, in the country right now. But Alabama is, is right on their tail. But one of the two isn't going to make it. I don't Alabama, know if, Alabama won't make it if, if it Alabama was. beats them and it's a close game. But Georgia might make it depending on what happens. That's like, the only, Georgia yeah, would make right. it over Oregon. I think I agree. Right? I agree. With one you. loss I, Oregon. I agree with you. So my power rankings: I would go one Georgia, two Bama, three. I like Oregon. Um, four, Ohio State. Five, Michigan. Six. Am I missing somebody? Florida State, seven Washington, and then I don't care about anybody else. Yeah, I just tried to go to ten. I wanted to go. Try Mine's to, pretty similar to Kevin's. I, I, yeah. I, well, yeah, because you guys over. I, We're the same top over three. It's Alabama. Just a little bit different. Over same three Alabama. Teams. I, I love Alabama. They're a good football team, but you're overrating them because they they lose to Georgia. They're done. They got no shot of making the college tournament. That's not lose. the point, though. We're talking about the power rank. Who's the best teams? I'm I mean, telling you right I now. I think Alabama's the second best team. I'm not saying they're gonna. I. I I think Alabama is the second best team. I also think they're not going to make the college football playoff, right? Because okay. I think Georgia is going to beat them. Then are now they're two lost team. Now they've lost to both Georgia and Texas. Yeah, and they're done. 
Right. Yeah. So I, the, the, this isn't who's making – who do I think is going to make the playoffs? It's going to be Georgia. It's going to be Ohio State because they think they're going to beat Michigan. It's going to be Florida State. It's going to be Oregon. So if you have a Power 5 team, Power 5 will be Power 4 next year, and they're undefeated against their schedule, Power 5 team undefeated against their schedule, you are discounting that. Yes. What are you talking about? I'm Florida not leaving State. anyone up. I, I said they're, they're going to no, make the playoffs. No, in your ranking. In your power ranking. Yeah, because I don't think they're good. Have you okay. seen their, the, who they play? There's all this oh, stuff. Yeah. I don't think okay. they're good. Okay, that's good. That's fine. It's that's a fine. power ranking. It's not the... It's not yeah, the power ranking. They're, they're power... Whatever. I think, I, Al- I think Alabama's better than FSU. Like, they're, I don't know how you can disagree with that, but I think that Alabama's better than FSU. Do you disagree with that? I think FSU's better than Alabama. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's you can, crazy. You've been calling me crazy for my but whole that's life. That's crazy. You can't, whole there's life. no way FSU is better. I would love to see that game because Alabama would destroy them. They will not 30 destroy points. them. They'd beat them by 30. No, they won't. Yes, they would. No, they Florida won't. State, they would beat Florida State so by So how much points. would they beat Texas by? Uh, I think they beat Texas by two touchdowns. That's 14. You can add. Yeah, you know, so but you two think touchdowns they'd be, You think cooler. that they're four <laughs> touchdowns better than Florida State? Who? Alabama. Yeah, they beat him by 30. Whatever. They run right. him off the field. All right. uh, I, I just want to finish football. Kevin's call and see what he's got left. I'm done with college football. On to next week. Um, I'm not going to lie. Week. It's a horrible slate. Um, it's pretty much like a, you know getting ready for Thanksgiving <laughs> in rivalry week weekend. Um, the, there's nothing going on here. I would say three games to note. Uh, Michigan-Maryland, just to watch Michigan and see how they continue to do. Um, Georgia's playing at Tennessee, so at Neyland. I mean, it, it, I mean, it's going to be, I guess, a game, but I don't know. I think Georgia's probably going to beat them by 30, um, which <laughs> 30. leads me to it. you know the absolute biggest game. Tennessee, doesn't Wait, that's just funny. I love how we use the same number. Going to beat them by 30, and I didn't even know that Kevin said that. So that's I. That's funny. Plate, that which is Alabama, at 7:30 right? prime Georgia. time. ABC. Georgia, Fowler and Herb Street probably on the call. It is going to be Washington at Oregon State, and it's a disgrace that game day is not there. They're going to like James Madden or some, Madison or something. I mean, that's just insane. They're undefeated because um, this is such a huge Close game, liberty. and I think, you know, for me, from my perspective, I'm laying my reputation on the line, sticking with Penix here for the Heisman. I think he's going to have a Heisman night. Um, Washington is minus one, um, which is kind of a fair line. I do think it's kind of a pick 'em because Oregon State is good, and it's at Oregon State under the lights. Um, and, I, and I'm going to go Washington minus one for my lock of the week. Thank so you, everything, all, all my money this week, I'm not betting anything else. I'm only betting Washington minus one against Oregon State. I'm putting a lot of money on this game. Oh, big I, one. I am putting a lot of money on this game. It's Kevin the I, Greek. I also am not going to be around for the noon and probably 3.30 games, even though there's nothing going on. So this is all eyes on Michael Penix for Heisman, all eyes on Washington to run the table to get back to the Pac-12 championship game and to see if they can beat Oregon. So this is my pick. Um, and, you know, I'm almost 10 minutes here, so, wow, Jimbo's yes, going to be pissed. Um, no so, yeah. He's These right. are my picks. Um, that's my recap. Right. So uh, sure, you know, looking forward to uh, seeing what happens. Um, go Huskies. Go Huskies. So he picked. So he had uh, Huskies minus one, Washington minus one. So my lock of the week, speaking of liberty and God's name, image, and likeness, I'm going with Clemson. I'm a Clemson guy now. I, I like this Clemson team because I, 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 when Kevin put me in that box with that lock, the lock of the week with uh, Notre Dame, the, one, the only lock he's actually lost. I actually did end up rooting for Clemson. My lock, because these games, Kevin's right, the, I don't love any of these games. I'm going with the under in Clemson versus UNC at Clemson, 58 and a half. I'm taking the under as That's my a lock. That's a good idea. 58 and a half. Clemson's got a good defense. I think, they, I think they'll, it'll be, you know, 58 and a half is a lot of points, too. They win 30 to 28, you cover. Or, or you, I yeah, that my, my lock of the week is going to be whoever plays Iowa, take the under. Yeah, but that's like that. Who's, I, I don't even know who Iowa plays. I don't know, but let me look up that. That under probably there Nebraska is probably insane. Oh, it's probably like nineteen. Wasn't it nineteen against Rutgers, and they ended up being like six to three? Or I something? don't know. It's something crazy. They're, they're twenty-two nothing. They won 10-7, 12-10, 15-6. They're playing Illinois. Under's um, going to be twenty-two. I for some reason I'm struggling here. Uh, yeah, the like over under. Uh, I'm going to go the over. So who they're playing? They're playing Illinois. I'm going to say. 22 and a half. I'm going to go 19 and a half. That's what it was last week against Rutgers. Oh, was it? Then yeah. I'm not doing that. I'm going to go... Um, 19 and three quarters. <laughs> wow, 30 and a half. Oh, take the under. I, you know, I'm going to have to change my lock to that. That's, yeah, that's, Illinois must score a lot of points. Now, we're sticking with Dabo, God's name, image, and, name, image, and likeness. He had a hilarious outfit with his camouflage pants on um, for, like, military right. appreciation. He just looks so funny. All right. It. So, you know, the... Uh, 
Well, that's it. Do you any 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 college football? Anything else you want to talk about? I just want to talk about the dominance of the SEC Big Ten real quick. We could do this next week too. Uh, they've dominated the whole state. You know. Yeah, the SEC. Yeah, they've dominated. It's way better Big than the Ten ACC. And the Big Ten. I know, but the whole conference saying, up and down. I know, and I disagree. That's why I, Alabama's better than FSU. I disagree with. Uh, better wins. I don't. Disagree. I disagree with that. I also say that I disagree. Ole Miss will never, ever, 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 Kevin, ever, ever, and I hate Penn State sometimes, be related to any way, shape, or form. It's not the Penn State of the SEC. It's Ole Miss, for Christ's sakes. It's Ole Miss. Yeah, but he it's means like they're like the third best team. They're oh, good, not but they're all not the great. time. They're, they're not always no, in but Florida, this year, this year, you know, and all. Okay, and Vanderbilt's like the SEC uh, equivalent of Penn State. All right, let's go to the NFL. I know we talked about Mac Jones. I would say the SEC equivalent of Penn State is like Texas A and M. Okay, we'll give big stadium. Yeah. Okay, we'll give you that one. Uh, um, give Jesus. All right. So he talked about Mac Jones real quick. Let's let's talk about Mac Jones, and I want I want to bring some NFL stuff up before we look at scores. Uh, Mac Jones is he's not the right fit here. Done. He's a he's a backup quarterback at best right now. Uh, Bill or whoever is going to be making decisions will have to make decision on where they go next. Uh, probably a competent quarterback that's out there, and, and like Dobbs, God, the Dobbs kid at Minnesota has been incredible, but. I agree with uh, Mac Jones is uh, the assessment they have, and and maybe just um, you cut bait now and take the losses. And Zappy's even worse than Mac Jones. What do you think, Jack? That Zappy thing was, but it's the hard. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Um, he, him doing that fake spike. So I, I heard he was giving hand signals to his wide receivers before he did the fake spike. That kind of gives it away, no? Like if you're if you're telling yeah. if you're giving hand signals to like routes to run to your receivers. Uh, I don't think the fake spike's going to work. The fake spike was so funny because it's like supposed to be like a trick play. He gets it, drops back, throws it into like four people. It gets picked off. It was so funny. That game was offensive to watch. Um, 9.30 in the morning. Awful, awful, awful game. The product is awful. Belichick's going to get fired. Uh, Kraft looked hilarious with his little George Cassandra coat, coat on. Um, man, they're, they're, they're bad. The kicker sucks. My point, Gostowski. Everyone hated Gostowski for some reason. Gostowski sucks. He misses all these kicks. Gostowski had, like, this streak. He made, like, 50 straight kicks inside yeah. of 40 yards. This kid you picked's horrible. Well, you got to remember Would've this, won the Jack. game if you Just remember Inside this. of 40. Just remember this. There are kids who are alive today who never saw the Patriots absolutely suck, and you're one of them. Um, they were well, hard. They were, there were times in the 70s, 80s, and early 90s, mid-90s, late 90s. They were terrible. And now they're back to that. These kids... These people, whoever it is, have never seen this happen. You know, you can fire Belichick all you want, but whoever you bring in as coach, if they've got a quarterback like Mac Jones, you're not going to win. That's This is a quarterback-driven league, and until you find the right quarterback, and the one thing they did wrong with with Brady was they never developed a competent backup because he was so egotistical and cocky he wouldn't yeah, allow it to happen. Hard. It's not the easiest thing in the world to do. They tried I didn't say to do it was it, easy. you, you got to get lucky with that. It's like... I didn't say it was easy, but they never did. What's like the success rate of a quarterback going, like Aaron Rodgers and Steve Young? Is that it? Can you think of any others where it's like a a Hall of Fame quarterback was replaced by another Hall of Fame quarterback or at least an elite level talent? Yeah, you ready? Yeah, Peyton Manning, Andrew Manning, Andrew Luck. That, but they weren't. That wasn't. That's not what I'm talking about. Uh, he wasn't on the team. They they got that oh, as a I result of, of Peyton not being there. Peyton being but at hurt least you, can, at least you get somebody competent. But Bill, 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 Bill might pay the price. It's like and that's Luck was not his understudy. Right. Rogers right. played with Favre. Did Young play with Montana? Yes. They yeah. Were on so team. yeah. That's my point there. All right, I th- I I, I got to think about that. That's me. What are we going to do in NFL right uh, now? I, I'm I do have J. Trev just send me his thing. I want to just go through the games. Uh, tonight's Denver Buffalo. Denver's kind of been starting to be like pesky a little bit. Obviously, they beat Kansas City. Buffalo has to win that game, or else they're not going to make the playoffs. And Buffalo is the official NFL team of our podcast because they're the Dow Jones of the year. They win. I think they'll win. But Buffalo, you're right about Denver. They, after they get smoked by um, Miami a couple weeks week two. Uh, he's done a really good job of um, coach has really done a good job. Russell Wilson's done a really good job of stabilizing that situation. Yeah, no, yeah, they pretty. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I forget what we were talking about. I'm all I'm all flustered right now because JHF sent me his stuff and I'm trying to get it up here. Okay, what were we talking about? Was that Denver? Denver Buffalo. Yeah. Let's okay. Go. How about this one? Chicago versus Carolina, the um, tank bowl. They I'm got both their picks. I'm uh, done. The Bears beat Carolina. Carolina sucks. I'm done. I'm done talking about both those teams. Matt Rule, middle finger. Um, Pat's Col- We talked about, but is there anything no, else to no say about Pat's home. Colts? Nothing. Nothing. Um, Absolutely nothing. I like the Douglas kid. That's about it. Pat should have won the football game. Simple. Uh, I don't like Minshew. The Colts. The Colts I have a question the on the Pat's, real quick, on the Pat's uh, game. 
Stevenson was running the ball really well. So was Elliott. Why do they go away from the run when they get in the red zone? Why don't they just keep know. pounding the football? They were they were controlling the offensive line. They just stopped pounding the football. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Bill O'Brien, good. He used to be coach of Penn State. Uh, yeah, for like, what, two years? He <laughs> took over for Paterno, right? He took over Joey Pa. Yeah, that was a good situation for him to be in. Um, did good job, though. No, I know that's why, because he got the job with the Texans, and then he did good with the Texans, and then I feel like he got too much power. He right. was making Always the decisions. Happens. He made a couple bad trades. That's what happened with Billy, too. You're right. Um, uh, Why what else? What else? Because they're trying to get in the right spot f- with the microphone. Here we go. Uh, Houston, Cincinnati. That kid's good. Stroud, yeah, Stroud good. boys. Um, Cincinnati. Again, the way they started, there's no room for error, error for them. So. But you remember, the NFL is the NFL, right? It's it's you're there and any given. The, I know, so, but it's so mediocre that any given day you're gonna lose. And Cincinnati was a little banged up. Yeah, but Cincinnati um, can't. They can't afford. Well. They might, I agree. I saw there. There's under fifty percent chance they make the playoffs. Okay. So. Yeah, that whole division is going to make the playoffs. Uh, Minnesota, New Orleans. Minnesota beat New Orleans. Could care less about that that's game. That's the Dobbs uh, yeah, guy. Yeah, that's Dobbs. Dobbs yeah. Well. And you know what's funny about New Orleans is Jameis came in to play. Did Winston, he? Winston, yeah, he came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carr got a concussion. He starting. Winston came in through two two great touchdown passes, then through two bad interceptions. That's why I'm wearing the FSU hat. I like okay. the Jameis Winston team. Next, um, Heisman, uh, Pittsburgh, Green Bay. Uh, Pittsburgh beat Green Bay again. They didn't out gain their opponent, so they still have not outgained an opponent. They're like, what, 6-3, and 7-3, and 7-4. And, and, and they've four. won like their last 10 games by one score. Oh, here it is, 6-3. and three. One score. Yeah, that's, that, that, Well, that's that what bubble, happens when you're not that, outgaining that, that, people. That bubble will pop at some point. Yeah, but they're in, they're in second place. They're tied second place. Um, Tennessee, Tampa, could care less. Tampa won. Um, Rabel, Rabel will be the next coach. Rabel stinks. Um, San Francisco destroyed the Jaguars. That's Completely the big result of the week. Them, right? San Fran needed Completely. that coming off they the bye. Everyone was so high on the Jaguars. Yeah, like, I agree with all that. All the three, the three big teams that everyone was so hot on, uh, while the Chiefs sat on their bye, the Jaguars lost, yep. the Bengals lost, and the Ravens got beat by the Browns That's in right. a masterclass from Deshaun Watson correct, in the second half. Correct. I saw uh, Tyree Kill on Twitter, Cheetah. He he tweeted out all the all the D- Deshaun Watson haters are silent right now. It's like you don't. Those are like the two worst guys to be. You, Tyree. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> but I know oh, I give him credit. They come back and win. That coach is good. I like the I like the Browns coach. Was, Browns were your pick to win the Super Bowl, right? No, they're my sleeper pick. Sleeper my pick. pick to win the Super Bowl is Chiefs. Kansas City. Yeah, um, I don't remember where I picked. But yeah, so everyone's been. I feel like Kansas City kind of. People started to disrespect them in, in a way that it was like their offense is really not that good. And everyone was so high on the Ravens, and everyone was so high on the Bengals before last week. Yeah, let's like, see. The Bengals let's, are going. Let, like, let's 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 hold off on the uh, on the on the Chiefs love right now because their offense is horrible. Uh, the Ravens just had a had, they, had a brain fart, and and Cincinnati has no room for error. In like terms of said. the bye, though, Jacksonville losing or Baltimore losing is big for them. Correct, because they uh, again, it's going to be hard. I agree. With you. There's only one bye now. It's not like two two back in the Brady days. Right. Um, Arizona, Atlanta, twenty five to twenty three. Wow, that, uh, Murray's um, back. Yeah, it's a good result for the Patriots. Yes, yes, good good result for Kyler Murray because they that new coach didn't want to play him, but you had to play him finally. Yeah, Who's um, next? I don't like Kyler at all. He should go back and play baseball. Uh, Detroit beat the the uh, the Chargers forty one to thirty eight. That's a high scoring game. That man. was Jared Goff versus Herbert, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. high scoring game last second field. Detroit Lions are a tough little team. Yeah, that, like I said, they're like that. They're like second level of contenders. Yeah, well, not when we when we team. go onto that route, we'll go there next. Dallas destroyed the Giants. Dax, what did they say? They were seventeen and a half point favorites, which is like a huge spread. Um, in the NFL. Dak is Dak, and that team's a really good team. Could be dangerous. I said they could the be NFC. The problem they're going to have is their coach. Yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah, he just gets lost in the game. Clock management. Yeah, you're right. That's going to be tough. Um, I think they. I, I like that. I like their chances against the Eagles. I don't want them to play the the 49ers just because that game was such a mess earlier in the year. Yeah. Uh, Seattle beat the Commanders. Seattle's again like nobody cares. Yeah. Seattle. What's the record? Um, Seattle is. Yeah, but that division six and three horrible, by the way. But nobody cares about the Commanders. Well, they're two six Seahawks. and three teams. Uh, and the then the, the Raiders beat the Jets. The Raiders are two and zero oh with that new coach, right? Another piece of mediocrity. Mediocrity in the Jets. Yeah, the Jets. Stink. Hey, real quick, well, that's it, right? Yeah. Till tonight. Before we get to J. Trev, who do you got? Um, top eight. Top. Eight. What do you look? I have no idea. Um, and then, again, we talk mediocrity. Then we'll go to J. Trev, and then we'll do some NBA. I, I don't know. I honestly, I can't give you a top eight. I like the Chiefs. I gotta go here. I, I'll split it up for you. I, I gotta split both in conferences because I think the there's four outstanding teams in the NFC, and that's it: uh, Lions, Cowboys, Eagles, Niners. 
Uh, in the AFC, the Chiefs are far. And I away. wouldn't say the Lions are with those. I think the other three are better than the. Lions. I think you're. I think you're right. But I'm gonna. I, you got to throw the Lions in there because they are winning. I say games. the Lions are down where the. Um, no. There was Seattle. No. Yeah. No. Yes. No. Yes. Just disagree. Yes. Both, we'll got, right. both got annihilated by the Ravens. We'll see the same right. team. We'll see who's right. And then in the NFC, AFC Chiefs, then then you have a little bit of a gap um, with Miami, the whole AFC North, because they're like all tied together there, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Baltimore, Pittsburgh. And then trailing behind Jacksonville, the Bills are just the most weirdest thing in the whole NFL. But the mediocrity of the of the leagues just shows me. I think that there are only like six teams going to the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know if anybody with the Chiefs can win the Super Bowl in the, in the AFC. I think the the Cowboys, the, Ra- the Niners, and the Eagles, I think all can win the Super Bowl. Chiefs, I think, can win the Super Bowl. Other than that, in the AFC, AFC I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah, I just don't trust Lamar enough. Um, maybe, the, maybe the Browns. Maybe, you're right. All right. Because he looked really good in the second half. He started off, I think he was one for nine with a pick six, um, Deshaun, to start that game. So how much is really J. Trev blessing us a with A ton. Today? I got to get ready for this. So the best team of the week, his team of the week? Yeah, go. I don't. He kind of changes it up but because he starts with one team and might go into somewhere else. Uh, the 49ers blew the Jaguars off their own field in what was supposed to be the game of the day. The Browns showed impressive resilience on Sunday in Baltimore in a signature victory over the Ravens, a team many pundits and fans currently have slated as the top team in the league. So he, the Ravens people, people do think they, yes, uh, yes, they would be in that they could win the Super Bowl of the AFC yeah. category. But again, they have, they have Lamar Jackson. The Go. Cowboys obliterated the Giants in not so shocking fashion, but nevertheless deserve some attention for the way they've been playing since their loss to the 49ers. However, the Texans are my Week Ten team of the week for their win over the surging Bengals. For full transparency, the Bengals were missing arguably their be- second best non-quarterback on offense in T. Higgins and their second best player on defense in Sam Hubbard. But for the Texans to go into Cincinnati and defeat one of the hottest teams in the NFL is one of the best wins we have seen so far, no matter how you slice it. And it wasn't squeaking out a win in ugly fashion or the referees playing a significant factor in determining the outcome. The Texans thoroughly deserved to win the game by outplaying the Bengals in all phases. Joe Burrow and the Bengals offense put up plenty of yards and ended up with 27 points by the end of it. But the Texans rendered their offense useless for about half of the game while they built up a 13-point lead halfway through the third quarter. After the Bengals' opening drive touchdown, they were forced to punt on their next five drives. They also forced Burrow into throwing two lousy interceptions in the midst of the Bengals' comeback attempt late in the game. Where am I? In all in all, the defense did plenty to win this game against a well-oiled Bengals offense. Somehow, I've gone this long without mentioning C.J. Stroud. The Duke can flat-out sling the rock. He loves the flat-out. Uh, I, I could not believe some of the throws he was making at the key stages of the game. He threw a back-shoulder ball to John Mechie in the red zone yesterday that is still ingrained in my head. Simply put, only a handful of guys in the league can make that throw, and Stroud has only played nine of these games. Somehow, he was almost as good as he was last week, which was one of the most impressive individual performances we've seen this weekend. He did throw a horrible interception late in the fourth quarter that gave the Bengals a chance to win the game, but outside of that plunder, he picked apart the Bengals, and he did so without his number one receiver. This Texans team is 5-4 and four and wildly enough sitting as the AFC's number seven seed after Sunday's game. First-year D'Amico Ryans deserves a ton of credit for having this team in the beginning stages of their rebuild in this position. I got to say, agree with Jay Trevor on that team of the week. They did beat the surging Bengals. Uh, Stroud's been great. Who's their number Stroud's one receiver? Get, I don't even know. Tank Dell? Yeah, Tr- Stroud. I don't know. I don't know the NFL I think level. it's Tank Dell. Stroud's been getting uh, uh, talk about MVP votes, too, now. So uh, a great first year. Luck, almost to the Marino Luck first year. Numbers so well, good yeah, for him to think about that. Who like the MVP? Who's the MVP right now? I'm trying to just think. Um, Mahomes. No, he's been horrible. I know, but he'll get he'll, no. he'll, his team. No, 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 no. Um, Dak, Jalen Hurts, Mahomes, McCaffrey, no, won't be Dak, won't be Debo hurt. Samuel. Yeah, no, Some, he's got a chance. I mean, if yeah. they can keep winning games, yeah. there's not there's not like this one guy who's like running away with stuff right yeah. now. Yeah, I think Dak Tyreek Hill. Do it. You're right. Um. All right. Disappointing. There are plenty of disappointing performances Patriots. this week. That I considered highlighting in a negative light, but I'm going to address some of the Jaguars' specific issues that they are dealing with. Yes, they are still 6-3 and three and remain at the top of the AFC South. And yes, they may have ran into a buzzsaw of a 49ers team coming off three straight losses and a bye week. But there have been some lingering troubles that other teams weren't able to expose earlier on and came to, he- to a head in this game. Even with Doug Peterson running the show and Trevor Lawrence behind center, this Jaguars offense has been below average in most of the games they've played. The passing game feels too horizontal and static right now. The 49ers were squatting on a ton of plays this game and never felt threatened over the top. 
They cannot run the ball with any sort of consistency either right now. Sure, Travis Etienne has looked real explosive this season, but he has done a lot of damage in the past game and on a couple of huge runs they were able to gash teams on. When those huge plays aren't there, which they aren't in the NFL most of the time, they struggle to get ahead of the chains and find even modest gains on the ground. That starts with subpar offensive line play, which was even cons- which was concerned, which was a concern entering the season. But it is also a scheme issue that has the feel of two boom or bust. Peterson and OC Press Taylor need to look more for more need to look more for more singles than the extra base hits they are seeking. The turnover issue has been well known, and that should have been a priority going into the bye week. Instead, they came out and turn the ball over another four times. No team in the league has lost more EPA. Here we go, expected points added. Remember I asked about that last week. No team in the league has lost more EPA off turnovers than Jacksonville thus far, and the gap isn't close. Lawrence must do a better job protecting the football along with his teammates. The defense has been a pleasant surprise this season and looks like an above-average unit, but the 49ers may have exposed some issues when the Jaguars are forced to play more of their nickel packages. Statistically, the Jags are a top-five team when they have their defense back on the field, but things can't go awry when they throw that extra defensive back on the field, and Purdy completed 16 to 16 of his 19 passes for just over 200 yards and two of his touchdowns against these looks. So the Jaguars shit the bed, and the 49ers came off the bye and were really good. Uh, Jay Travis got it right and hits the nail on the head. Their offense is not as good as I would have expected. Totally agree with him. Jaguars are going to actually win the defense, but you got Peterson, you got Trevor Lawrence. I don't know what the what the holdup would be. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I I, I haven't watched much of the Jaguars. I watched the one game they got beat by the Chiefs, and their offense wasn't good in that game. Um, but the Chiefs' defense is really good. I don't know how to feel about the Jaguars. We'll see. They'll make the playoffs. They'll win the division. But I don't. And know. they'll lose in the first round. Well, again, Houston's in their division. What if Houston? Could That's take true. That? That's true. All right, who's got their outstanding player of the week? Jay outstanding Travis. player of the week. I could have given this guy shout out earlier than week ten, but it's better late than never. Jared Goff deserves a ton of credit for the way he's playing this season, and on Sunday he was in total control. His offensive coordinator, Brian Johnson, deserves plenty of credit as well for the way he has schemed up the offense to play to Goff's strengths. But to see Goff executing at the level he is in 2023 is a testament to the way he has developed on his own to go to go from a practical throw-in in the Matt Stafford trade to a legitimate top-10 performer at the position. On Sunday against the Chargers, Goff completed 23 of his 33 passes for 333 yards and two touchdowns with zero turnovers and without taking a sack in the process. The offensive line did an amazing job keeping him clean all day and limiting pressure, which is part of the game he struggles most with. But it felt like he was getting rid of the ball in under two seconds on most plays and knew exactly where he was going with the football pre-snap. The defense he was going against deserves their own section for the ineptitude they showed all game, but Goff played a big role in that. Accuracy has always been a strong part of his game, but the touch and placement he showed on downfield throws on Sunday was extra impressive. Goff loves spreading the ball around, and this game was no different as he found seven different receivers. He went toe-to-toe with Justin Herbert all second half and was fortunate enough to have the ball at the end of the game in which he led them on a game-winning field goal drive. No matter how bad the defense on the other side is, leading an offense to 41 points is no small feat. A quick shout-out to Kyler Murray as well, who led the Cardinals to their second victory of the season over their Falcons in his first game back in a year. It was far from a perfect day for Murray, but he definitely elevated the talent around him and led that game-winning drive at the end of the game. So, yeah, Jared Goff, first, first, he was the first pick in the draft, no? Yes, he was. And you know what's funny about him is that they, they're actually— they could win that trade, except for the fact that Rams no. won the Super Bowl. But There's no they, winning that trade. The, the Rams could, already have the, the Rams, Rams can't won lose the that trade, trade yeah. but they could lose the trade. But in the long run, he went to the right place. He got the right yeah, offense. They both won the trade, but he got the right offensive corner. And um, was a that was the highlight game. That should have been the Sunday night game instead of the uh, Jets and the Raiders. But yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. And Kyler Murray's right. I know you don't like him too much, but he did he did a great job too. So it's good to see two different types of style quarterbacks. That Jay Trev's mentioning. Now my favorite part of the day is Jay Trev's worst player of the week. Very quickly, Tommy DeVito might be the worst quarterback I've ever seen throw an NFL pass. <laughs> now, the dude who played for the 49ers in the, yes, in that's the championship yeah. game last year. Tommy and DeVito. That is, that is saying plenty with some of the guys we have seen in the past decade alone take snaps. As an undrafted free agent who is able to carve out a roster spot on one of the top thir- of, on one of the 32 organizations at the top level of the sport, I can't rag on him that much. So I will focus my attention on two guys, Mac Jones and Derek Carr. 
I won't say much about I won't say much about Mac because there isn't much to say at this point. He flat out smells. The coaches have had it with him. The fans have certainly had it with him. Even most pundits, maybe outside of Kevin's guy Dan O, see a point of almost no return. The Mac era in New England may be over, and that late change to Bailey Zappi on Sunday may be some evidence of it. His final throw of the day, the interception th- thrown to Justin Blackman of the Colts is one of the worst passes i ever seen. We didn't even talk about that. Right, personally, I, I didn't even think it was his worst throw of the day. Blackman should have picked off Jones a uh, short time earlier on an ephus thrown to the corner of the end zone, a ball that had no shot of being completed the moment it left his hands. On the Derek Carr front, the Saints are simply not being explosive on a consistent enough basis with him under center. There's certainly an offensive line issue and definite offensive coordinator issue, but Carr is not willing to push the ball down the field to his weapons. Chris Olive is visibly frustrated in all of the Saints games I've seen, and there is way too much dink and dunking for anyone's liking. Carr went out with a shoulder injury in the third quarter, and even though Jameis threw two interceptions on the final two drives, he also led the Saints only two touchdown drives of the day and showed the willingness to Fight. push the football. Jameis is always going to be willing to throw that hey, ball down the field. The Saints' offense feels antiquated, static, and not nearly aggressive enough. Carr needs to find his playmakers down the field and start sharing some of the blame for their offensive struggles. They won't face Tony Brown on the outside every week and need to find some ways to put points on the board with a more than good enough defense. So, Mac Jones, Derek Carr, and Tommy DeVito. Tommy Shout DeVito. out to the quarterback. Tommy DeVito. Where did he pull Tommy DeVito? I think he went to Illinois. I don't know. I forget. I, he, that, did I, he get I, hurt last night? I don't know, honestly. Or, I, or against the Cowboys. Right? Damn, Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito. That, yeah, oh. now there are some bad quarterbacks. And that's the problem. Again, we go, I'm gonna, as we wrap up the NFL, I'm going to go back and tell you that the mediocrity of the league is amazing. Um, there's maybe six good teams, seven if we're lucky. Everybody else is then they got the middle, then you got way at the bottom with the Patriots. It's amazing the Patriots at the bottom of the of the jar, of the of the jar, we'll call it. But again, this is what you get when you have 32 teams and you don't have enough competent quarterbacks coming out of and to play. So once the once the um, NFL figures that out, which they never will, they'll expand to two more teams and they'll get even worse with the mediocrity part. But that's what you want, and people don't care if it's bad. People don't care if it takes four hours. People don't care if the games are boring because they got they get to go, they get drunk, they can tailgate, they can gamble, they can do all fun stuff. So that's it for the NFL. Any other last words, NFL week? Uh, no, I've gotten bored from some of these NFL games, and, and I don't know. There There's some good games. There, just ha- there have not really been that many good games this year, to be honest. Okay, I know we wanted to do the NBA, but just uh, I just want to touch on one thing. Two, I got like three things in the NBA I want you to re- uh, talk to me about. Number one is I want you to give me a, your impression of the in-season tournament. Number two, I want you to give me your Damian Lillard thoughts and, and not playing all the time, that team really being mediocre right now. Uh, number three, I want you to talk about uh, Tyrese Maxey, the 76 off to an 8-1 start. Uh, new coach, James Harden gone. Talk about James Harden, his 0-4 start out there in uh, Los Angeles. And then finally, what's really wrong with the Suns? Jeez, they have they pay terrible. So, what are your thoughts on the in season tournament? I like it. I like the in season tournament because it's just it's not really an in season tournament because the, the games count only towards your record anyway. So you got to win. You got to play to win. Yeah. I think it just gives another added excitement when you get into into the doldrums of January, uh, December. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I don't know if I like the floors, but I do like the in season tournament. The courts are the courts are a disgrace. They're a disgrace. The Celtics not playing the parquets. Is bad. Oh, but it some of the other courts stupid. are even worse. They're no, red, I know. Uh, red, Celtics actually have oh. one of the better courts. Oh, I know they were lucky. Uh, everyone's acting like all the players. I don't have no idea what's going on. What's what's this playing tournament? I can't. They know. They, they know what's going on when they get paid at the end of the yeah, win. Yeah. Well, Steph Curry, who's like, he, here's here's his what he says about uh, all the people who are confused by the tournament. There's still a little bit of confusion about how to advance. If you just take the time to read the situation, it's pretty straightforward. Um, I love the commentary around nobody knows what's going on, but if you actually just take a second, take a deep breath, and understand there are six groups, and whoever has the best record out of the six groups and two wild cards, go. And then you play a bracket from there and try to get to Vegas, the Final Four, play two games. Championship is an extra game, but there's monetary stakes on the line. And then everybody else who doesn't make the, the – uh, the bracket gets regular season games made up. Yeah, it's pretty simple. It's like yes. there's only one. If you make the champion, two teams this year will play 83 games. Right, just that's it. And I'll tell you something. I give credit to Curry there. Uh, the voice of reason. He understands growing the game. It's just, it's you know, um, Adam Silver has been in love with the in-season stuff they do in the uh, in international soccer, which is what they're trying to replicate here, the League Champions League. 
Europa League, all the other leagues. Well, that's different. different it would be more like the, the, cup, the league cup. League cup, FA okay, cup. something like that. But uh, I, I like the idea. What, what are your thought process on that? Yeah, I'm fine with that. I, I just, I'd like to see the Celtics. They call it the double in England uh, if you win the FA Cup and the, the Premier League. So good. I want the Celtics to win the double. They're going to win the Cup and the, and the oh, championship. Good. Okay, real quick. <laughs> That's uh, my thoughts. The, uh, Lillard, any, anything? So I, I don't really care about I, I, the, the Lillard thing, I, 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 haven't, I have not watched him play yet. Um, it says they're 5-4 and four here. They're 1-3 and three on the road. Um I don't. Not much to say. Uh, that's gonna. That's gonna take time. You got. You got to give it till like 30, 40 games in to really make your judgment on that team. Yeah, I I agree with that. I think that my big issue being a little is you have the greatest player, one of the top two players in the world, and it takes away his uh, fifty his, points though. Yeah, I know. Seventy five percent shooting. Yeah. yeah. But it's still what it's again when Lillard's in the in the in there. What are you going to do? So I don't it's know. It's the same thing with like Tatum. You're taking away from him a little. He, if you hear his quote, is like my scoring. Yeah, my scoring is going to be down a little bit this year. But like we're winning. So I yeah, but care. that's different. I that if they had brought Lillard in here, I'd understand if he said that. They don't. We didn't bring Lillard here. We brought Drew Holiday, which is a complete more Porzingis animal. than Holiday. Whatever. And Porzingis could score 18, 20 points a game. You win because like he's not like Holiday's. Just replacing Marcus Smart in terms of like the shots they're going to take. Right. He actually might take a little bit less. Now nah, he probably takes a little bit more. Hopefully holiday, less. But Porzingis takes way more shots than Rob Williams did. So that's right, where the right. shots are okay. going. With I got gotcha. you. All right. Seventy Sixers. Their eight one start. Maxi was fifty the night. Uh, addition by subtraction. Subtraction by addition for the Clippers. What? Where, where do you go there? Where well, go it's there? been going good for the Sixers, and Maxi looks like an all star, and. Um, and Bede looks really good, like he always does in the regular season, and they're getting some contributions. And then they got this Kelly Oubre guy, really playing great, and he gets hit by a car. He got hit by a car. Judging by like the police report, he's lucky to be alive. Um, broke his ribs, had some injuries, so we'll see what happens there. So things, the Sixers can't have nice things. Um, they're they're good though. They the Celtics didn't play that well. They didn't. When they played the Sixers, uh, yeah, they didn't. You're right, but that was down there. Uh, they didn't make expected. many shots. The Sixers didn't really make many shots either. Um, but the Sixers, I turned the game. The Sixers tried to give that game away. Uh, yeah, the uh, it's gonna be the same thing. Do you really think the Celtics wouldn't beat them? I think no way. I don't have. They any have words. their number. They beat them all the time. Although they do have Nick Nurse as their coach instead of uh, our good friend Doc Rivers. I don't care. We beat <laughs> Nick Nurse before. What about uh, James Harden's situation? Hilarious. Oh, hilarious. This would be his last year in the NBA. I think. I can't imagine someone's gonna take him next year. Uh, he's awful. He is someone. Someone did like this. The Clippers fans are already making up trades to get rid of him. One of the trades was like we give up James Harden and we get Drew Holiday and like picks. Someone was like, I wouldn't trade Sam Hauser for James Harden. Uh, he's horrible, and it's him and Westbrook on the same team, and I hate those two guys. Oh, the other thing is Kyrie had a big night last night too. Dallas is playing good. Yeah, Grant I, Williams. I, I had written them down. And a, we had a, talked about um, Dylan Brooks. He's been having a really good year right, for the Rockets. Right. What, what are the Rockets? The Rockets have a pretty good record, don't they? The Rockets are six and three. Ime Udoka. Yes, yes, the Rockets. I, I was going as, as we go through. I'll go through the list. We'll see who's playing well. Uh, and then the Phoenix Suns. Who uh, I was out there. There's hype. Uh, but they're 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 playing mediocre too. I guess uh, Devin Booker's hurt. I don't care about them at all because I have, I I think there's a zero percent chance that the Celtics play them in the finals. They're not making it, so I, I don't That's I don't true. like that team. I don't I don't think it that experiment will fail. I agree with that. Uh, top eight teams NBA. Um, actually, I went by conference: Sixers, Celtics, uh, Bucks, and Heat. I have on my side. Uh, maybe Heat are Heat, playing better know. though. Heat are playing. You can hate the Heat, but they're playing better. So yeah, you know their point differential is negative. Though. I got you. And then on the Western side, Nuggets are playing extremely well. All right, that's a good yeah, team. Obviously. Jokic just how uh, you know, I saw they they who was the best player. Uh, from wherever and Jokic was there, thirty four percent of the people picked somebody but Jokic, which stunned me. But that's besides the point. Um, the Mavericks are playing extremely well. Um, boy, I can't even read my own writing here. Hold on. Look what I wrote down there. Yeah, I can never Mavericks, read it either. Mavericks, the, Minnesota, Golden State. Those yeah, four. so Minnesota, that Celtics game, they just got torched by, like, the best player I've ever seen. It, uh, Anthony Edwards, me calling him a top-ten player, when nobody else in the world was doing it, was one of my best takes. He's playing like a top-ten player right now. Uh, they just got to get rid of Carl Anthony Towns. They'll be all good. Yeah, nobody nobody wants Carr on any towns anymore. Yeah, I know. I think Windhorse said they couldn't even get picks for him if they tried to trade him. But Correct. yeah, uh, Wembenyama with how they he's he's been up and down a little bit. He's um, they're three and seven, so 
Everyone's like, that's oh, what's yeah. going to happen, though. This is that's the team is there's no talent. He's too, t- he's too skinny right now. He's got to yeah, bulk up we, like Giannis did. We're at about nine or ten games. We're what um, seventh of the way through, tenth, tenth of the way through the season. There's so much to go. So many people get hurt. So many people get rested. Um, I like the Celtics' chances. I think he put together a good team. I like to see him pick up another player if they could, if they have the room for it. But you know what? Hauser's going to hit his shots. Pritchard's eventually going to hit his shots. Horford's got to stay healthy. I think, to, to be honest with you, the whole key is Porzingis and Horford have to stay healthy. Yeah, that's where their size comes from. Um, Tatum's shooting over 50% so far this year. He's never done that in his career. Um, Mr. Plus Minus, too. Yeah, he's got the best plus minus in the NBA uh, by a lot, by like a ton. So um, he'll be in the MVP conversation probably, probably make first team All-NBA for the third straight year. I mean, how many Celtics have done that? Probably, probably one, I'd say, because I don't think Russell did because he wouldn't have made because of Wilt. They right, right. have one never, of them because right. they, they do one center. So um, that's actually a good question. It, has anyone other than Bird been all NBA first team three straight times for the Celtics? Maybe, maybe. The only thing uh, I could Havlicek. think of would be Havlicek in the early 70s. Yeah. But, and uh, Pierce never made it three in a row. No, Pier- so. I don't think Pierce ever made it. I don't think Pierce ever made an all NBA first team. Right. He made first, second and third, right. but I don't think he ever made first. Right. Uh, eight and a half point favorites tonight at home against the Knicks. So that should be a good game. Knicks, again, not a bad team, but. I don't know. They just keep rolling, keep stacking up the wins. They did lose those two games in a row. We'll see. Uh, Porzingis. Those uh, things are going to happen, though. Porzingis and Jalen Brown seem to really have a good relationship. They live in the same building. They was talking. Brown was talking about, oh, he's a funny guy. He's a good guy. He seems like he, his his vibes have been very good. Like, from what you hear about him, like, he's right, right, kind of yeah. whiny, kind of blah, 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 hurt, useless. Put but him on a winning since team. Since he was here, it's been Put him on a winning team. He's going to be happy, though. Yeah. Simple as for that. For sure. And then uh, Robert Williams out for the season. That's tough. That's a shame. But, um, Brad knew what he's doing. He's going to get paid anyway, no matter he's hurt or not. But I agree with that. Uh, we won't do any any, any NBA predictions because both of us probably picked the uh, Celtics anyway. Yeah, what, uh, yeah. As we're right up on our hour today, I just, Nuggets could be tough though. I mean, Jokic is good. I'm. Yeah, uh, I just really I wanted. It's probably not for this show because I I like to do another show where it took us about the gambling and uh, because I have substituted up at the school. Uh, the the gambling on the young people. I mean, with Kevin's telling me about spreads and Justin's doing this and Chris is doing that, and you know, it's just the preponderance of it um, here in the states. Just, I want to ask a question about gambling. How many Premier League teams are are sponsored by gambling outfits? I don't know, like the lower level ones. That's more like the Championship, the second division. There, they they have all the like bet now or whatever. Yeah. But they've been gambling on soccer for ages. I'm assuming. Yeah, anyway. and they've had some issues with soccer. I know. Um, Newcastle signed this Italian guy, and he got busted for gambling. Like, the whole Italian national team got busted gambling. Um, there's, like, a dude who's going to come back in January, and, like, he could, like, really change the title race if Arsenal get him. He's been suspended for gambling. He's a striker. So, I don't know. Uh, the gambling, it's whatever. Who cares, really? Like, it's if you lo- what do I care if you lose your money, you win your money gambling? It's not my problem. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I don't know. Pete Rose is out of baseball because of gambling. Joe, uh, uh, Joe players Jack. players should not be gambling. I'm saying, but if, if it, it doesn't if matter. Your but, student at your school wants to bet ten dollars. Okay. How do you know that that somewhere doesn't impact down the river? Because that, now they're in bed with MGMs and all the and and uh, DraftKings and everything else. Uh, I think it's a topic for a good show. It's not my problem. I, I know I, it's I not your care. problem, but I know you don't care. Sure, it leads whatever. I know you don't care, but it's an issue that is, that would be that we could talk about. We, we get the right people. If we can ever, ever get Kevin back in the studio, I like to ask him those questions because Kevin is really in love with that DraftKings stuff, just like Chris was. Yeah, um, got anything else? You got right anything now. else for the week for me, Mr. Boyle? Um, no. How are the Bruins doing? <laughs> uh, I think they lost to Montreal over the weekend. I haven't seen a thing about the Bruins in a while, honestly. I'm trying to think. What yeah, now that the Patriots are sucking and the Sox sucked and the Celtics are playing well, they, even though they're a good team, and the, like I said, I, I always heard the thing that they have a, they have a core group of eighteen thousand fans who all go to the games. Now our neighbor Kyle Bishop, I know, goes. If he ever listens to this, he's gonna get mad at me. But and like those guys aren't. It's like Celtics versus Bruins. Really, you're normally no, one or the other. You're A or B. Correct. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, the only thing coming up, we got the we had the GM meetings. Craig Breslow made his debut. I love to bring baseball in. Uh, the winter meetings are coming up, I think, in December. A lot's going to happen. Uh, the rumor is out there, Otani, uh, by the beginning or end of the— Cubs. Of the, you think the Cubs? No, because that owner won't do it. Um, I don't know where he's going to go. I, I don't care about Otani. I I just want a prediction. We get one prediction a day. Uh, who? Where do you think he ends up? Go. 
Um, Cubs. <laughs> no, I'm going, uh, I, I think he goes to the Dodgers, stays in L.A. Or, or I think he's going to go to the Mets. Or surprisingly, the Angels resign him. I'm going to go Mets. Mets? Yeah. Okay. Mets and Dodgers, two big money teams. I want, I, I want him to go because I want, I want Yamamoto. Give me Yamamoto. We need the Mets to sign Otani because then they probably right. won't sign well, him. Yamamoto's going to end up on the West Coast, too. No. Yes. No. Yes. There's no way the Red Sox, Yankees, and um, Mets let him go to the West Coast. No way. Those okay, three we'll teams all him. need him. Uh, no way. There's no way. No way. Okay. And then the other one I think you brought up is um, uh, Glass now, your boy. Um, what would it take to get him here? A lot. I don't know. Uh, let me look. I don't know. They even He's going to look. I don't know why they would trade him. Um, Got to get he my would take, I, it, it would be hard. Let me, let me actually... Real quick, let's see contract. See how many years he's he got. One year two. left of control. Then he wouldn't be Marcelo Meyer. He'd be Aunt Roman Anthony. You'd have to give up. Right. It'd be centered around Roman Anthony. If he had two years left, though, it would be Marcelo Meyer. So the question for you is this: This is uh, uh, this will end the show. Of this he's also making a lot of money this With, year. He makes twenty five right, million. He makes a lot of money. I think he made five million right. last year. Reslow has to understand the reason you have prospects. Yeah. Is to to actually you got to trade like seventy percent of your prospects to build your team. I think that's the one thing where um, Bloom was failing. Bloom didn't evaluate, but I'm hoping Breslow evaluates pitching the way he sees it, and he he is not afraid. Of, I think they have to make deals. The Red Sox, they yeah. can't just count on signing free agents. Yeah, no, they ha- they they're probably gonna have to trade for a pitcher. Yeah, and he'd be the guy that I would want, but you never know. Correct. So that's it. Uh, I think we covered the NFL, the NBA, uh, my friends for college football. We talked to both Kevin and Justin. Um, and we just snuck the Red Sox there in the end. And uh, any last words before you say goodbye? Uh, no, Dion to um, at Texas A&M. Never, I'm speaking ever, into never, existence. Never, ever going to happen. Yeah, I'm sure. going with Mike Elko, the uh, coach at Duke, to Texas A&M. Yeah, I mean, and hopefully yeah. we'll get some theme music. Kevin next wants week. Elko at he did. Kevin did answer my Urban Meyer hypothetical. He Elko. said he would 100 percent take Urban Meyer at Notre Dame, but Kevin wants Elko at Notre Dame. I believe it. I will. Hopefully next week we'll have some theme music from Core Discord, my uh, my nephew David's band, Jack's cousin. Uh, I talked to him. He gave us full rights to use it, so we don't have to worry about copyright issues. Four hours ago, ESPN Stephen A. Smith pushes for Deion Sanders to take SEC job. Oh, great! As you're leaving after awesome. one year, yeah, that'd be <laughs> awesome. Uh, he'd leave that. That would be destructive um, to the uh, program. So uh, for Jack Boyle, uh, thanks for a lot for this entertaining hour of conversation on our podcast. Uh, This is Jim Boyle, and it all boils down to this. We'll see you on down the road. Thanks for listening to this episode of It All Boils Down to This, recorded at WCTV Studios in our hometown of Wilmington, Massachusetts. We are always open to any ideas, critiques, topics, and guests. So if anyone out there in podcast world needs to get a hold of us, we can be reached via email at jboyle22 at comcast.net. Along with Jack Boyle, I'm Jim Boyle. Make sure to tune in to the next edition of It All Boils Down to This.